What did uh, cause some disruption and uh, grab attention was the walkout by some of the SRC representatives. Do we know from how many universities those that walked out um, represent? Well, we have not as yet counted. So the unfortunate part is that those who walked out are largely those from, from the historically white universities. Hmm. Former white universities. That has been the the, 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 the the division. But I don't want to start there, because we otherwise had a very constructive meeting. And the walkout happened at a time when a proposal, I put a proposal on the table to say, the eight demands that they are raising the students, quite a number of them have been met. But the others that they were putting on the table are things that we can actually discuss. And then I had proposed a tripartite smaller committee made up of students, my department, and and, and the subcommittee of vice-chancellors, which was the decision that in the end we took and that this subcommittee is going to go and do a, a, a lot of work, go through all these issues, and then come back and report in a month's time. Then the workout happened at that time as we were actually discussing that. Mm-hmm. But those who remained... There were some of, from the former white universities like UJ and a couple of other ones who remained and then became part of this decision that we took. We, we also, though, on my part, I'm going to reach out to those students who walked out to actually say to them they are still welcome to participate in this tripartite smaller committee as well as for them to come back so that we are able to deal with the report that when this small committee reports. Now, with regards to the way forward, Minister, you say eight demands were on the table. You believe that yes. uh, most of those are being made. Can you just give us a little bit more detail? What progress have you made? And is there agreement that you've uh, almost met all of those demands? And how many more extra demands are now on the table? Look, as I said, there were eight demands. I can't say all of them now. But some of them, for instance, included the issue of financial exclusion. We said already, insofar as NESFA students are concerned, they are taken care of. There is not going to be financial exclusion. Even the 71,000 students who have been owing from 2013 to 2015, we are going to be paying their amount for this year. And in addition to that, we are also going to be paying for them this year to make sure that they don't accumulate any debt. Of course, those who are still in the system and who have also passed. And then the broader issue of financial exclusion for the larger population of students, that's a matter for the Presidential Commission when it looks into free higher education. The other thing concerns the treatment of foreign students. We said we can discuss that. The other matters uh, related to, for instance, the issues of accommodation, we said, we can discuss that. We want to tell them what we've done, what our plans are, and so on. So we have agreed now that we are going to go through all the other issues. They were saying the presidential commission must report after every three months. We said we can't commit to that because the commission is not mine. It's the president's commission. But we promise that we will raise the matter. We'll make, take their suggestion to the president and hear what the president says. We were really having a very, very constructive discussion. At the point then when we were then making this agreement, then these other institutions 
Mm-hmm. Actually walked out. We understand that uh, some of what they've put out publicly is that they were objecting to the partiality or impartiality of the chair, which is uh, the deputy minister. Can you confirm whether or not this matter was raised? No, there was no such. In fact, we were very patient. The students were free to raise anything that they want. The only instance that took place was when one of the students, in fact the president of the SRC from the UCC, started continuing to talk when the chairperson was saying he has made his point and also he was somewhat partially out of order on the point that he was raising. Then the deputy minister said, I am the chair, you must listen to me. He had actually been calling a number of other people earlier on a point of order. There was no, no such. I hope that this was not an excuse to try and run out of an agreement. Because we had really reached a point where we were saying we can deal with all these issues as a minister and as government we are willing to discuss each and every one of these issues. Minister, we're going to speak to Fasiha Hassan of its SRC in just a moment. But I'd like to ask you, when you say you really hope that this is not an attempt to run out of an agreement, what would be the motivation behind it? If the students say this is what they've been campaigning for, this is what they're seeking, why do you think there seems to be then a chasm between what you say is a historically disadvantaged and advantaged uh, universities? No. All what I'm saying, Patricia, is that I hope that is not the case. I'm mm. not saying that. It is. So I hope it is not the case, because we would still like to actually talk to them and so on. But it's very unfortunate, this split, uh, at this point in time, because we would like to speak with a, a, a United student voice. We've got a sense that, you know, historically black disadvantaged universities, they were seeing an opportunity that maybe they have not been quite getting for some time, because they've been protesting every year for the last 21 years. Maybe that is part of the reason. But they said also they are going to reach out to each other so that they, they continue. Those okay. who have worked out, they are more than welcome. As government, we are willing to engage with them. Minister, thank you for your time. Higher Education Minister Dr. Blade in Zimande.